0: Allah says, "Asrifu. Soon I will turn away An ayati from my verses. أَلَّذِينَ Those people who يَتَكَبَّرُونَ They are arrogant Fil in the earth الحق, without any right. The book of Allah is a very noble book. Whether it is the Qur'an or it was the Torah, any book of Allah is a noble book. Because it is the book of who? The Lord of the worlds. And therefore, it is only given to those people who are deserving of it. Only those people who are deserving of it. Like for example, certain things, certain positions, certain ranks. They are not granted to everybody. Certain opportunities, they are not given to just any person. They are given to those who have accomplished something. Those who have proven themselves worthy of it. For example, at a particular workplace, who is granted a promotion? Someone who shows a plate? Someone who is very arrogant with the boss, with the manager? No. Someone who is cooperative, someone who shows initiative, someone who takes the work seriously, then they are given promotion. Right? Then they are given a bonus. A lot of what you get in life depends on what? Your attitude. Your attitude. Sometimes parents, they prefer a certain child. Why? Because of his attitude. Right? And others, they can't give them. They're not able to. They have to force themselves to. Why? Because of their attitude. Is that so? In a class, a teacher, let's say, she prefers a certain student. Why? Because of the attitude of that student. And other students, she doesn't prefer. Why? Because of their attitude. Right? So a lot of what you get in life depends on what? your behavior? How are you towards it? So the verses of Allah also, they are not granted to just any person. Allah turns away some people from His verses. Meaning He doesn't let them understand them. He doesn't let them learn them. He doesn't give them the opportunity to benefit from them, to believe in them, to follow them, to act on them. Who? 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 Those who are arrogant. Because in order to receive, you have to lower yourself. Like remember, if you want to pour into a glass, then the jug is higher, the glass has to be low. But a person who says, no, why should I go down? Why should I be humble? Why should I give this up? Why should I sit with these people? Why should I have to change myself? And why am I wrong? And why do I have to do this? Then this person, he is not given that ability to believe in the verses, to understand the verses. يَتَكَبَّرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ This is why it is said that الْعِلْمُ يَضِيعُ بَيْنَ الحياة وَالْكِبْرِ Knowledge is wasted, meaning it cannot be learned because of shyness and pride. If a person is arrogant, he cannot learn. He cannot learn. Because if a person is arrogant, he will say, why is my teacher talking to me like that? Why is she so arrogant? What does she think of herself? Hmm? And this is why the scholars have said that the student of knowledge must must have in him, in herself, humility. Because they will definitely experience harshness from the teacher. To some extent. They will definitely come across certain situations where they will be hurt because of their teacher. Has it ever happened to you that you're sitting in your group and your group in charge asks you a question and you're like, she embarrassed me today. She put me on the spot and humiliated me. And in your heart, you're so upset. Why did she ask me? Why did she pick on me? Hmm? Has it ever happened to you? It's okay, your group in charge is at the back. They can't see your faces. <laughs> Has it ever happened to you? Not yet. Not yet. Oh. Be prepared them. Your group in charges are very nice, mashallah. Anyway, so the thing is that in order to learn, you have to be humble. And those people who don't humble themselves, what happens? They don't get the Quran, they don't receive the verses of Allah. They don't understand them. They don't believe in them. Raw and if they see kulla every evidence, every miracle, every verse La biha they will not believe in it. And if they see الرشد, the way of right guidance, they will not adopt it as their way. Meaning, if they are informed about the right way of doing something, they'll never adopt it. And if they see الغي, the way of error, what will they do? They will instantly take it as their way. Meaning, right guidance. The path that leads to guidance, if they are informed about it, they'll never do it. Why? Because they're too arrogant to bring a change in themselves. They're too arrogant to give up certain things. Like, right? no, there's no way I can leave this. There's no way I can get up in the morning and pray. No way. I'm not going to leave my habits. I am I. I am myself. This is who am I, and I'm not changing. So, even if they learn about something that is right, something that is good, they'll never do it. But if they see something that is wrong, instantly they will do it. Why? Because it is a means of fulfilling their desires. This is why it's amazing how sometimes some people are advised, come, let's go to this class. For two hours. They're like, two hours? I don't have that time. I'm too busy. I have studies to do. I have my exams coming up. I have so much work to do. I don't have any time. And then you find out that they went to the mall for three hours. For three hours they were there. No problem at all. Why? Because that is where the heart is. Right? That is where the heart is. There's is something very scary. When a person doesn't want to change, when a person doesn't want to improve, when a person doesn't want to become better, then what happens? Allah doesn't even give them His verses. You don't want it? Don't take it. You're too proud to change? Fine, be that way. You're not worth it anyway. But if a person has that desire, Allah, I want to change. I know I should become a better person. I find it so difficult. Please you help me. Then what will happen? Allah will make a change in them. Allah will give them the strength and the ability. ذلك, that is, why does it happen to such people? بأنهم, because indeed they. They denied our verses. Wakan Anha, and they were from it, غافلين, heedless. Meaning, they live their lives heedless from Allah's verses. So even if they come to know of them, they don't make a change. Ladina And those people who bi ayatina Who deny our ayat, الاخرة, And the meeting of the hereafter, habitat Their deeds are wasted. No benefit for their charity, for their honesty, for their care and concern that they showed to other people. Nothing at all. No benefit at all. The other day, This one sister, she came to me and she said, I know I should be wearing hijab, but I just can't do it. I asked her, what stops you? She's like, I'll be very honest, I love myself. She said, I love myself, and I'm afraid that if I put on hijab, people won't appreciate me anymore. Because my hair will be covered, and I won't look as nice, I look different from people, and it's very hard for me to do that. And I said, okay, So what else prevents you? What else stops you? Gradually, gradually she said, but is it really necessary to do it? Is it really necessary? Isn't there just one place in the Qur'an where it is mentioned? So is it really that important to do it if it's mentioned only once in the Qur'an? I said it's mentioned twice in the Qur'an. And even if something is mentioned once in the Qur'an, if Allah has said it, that is enough. So the thing is that in order to do anything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to do, what do we have to break? Our ego, our old habits. We have to break ourselves in order to become better. But there are some people who don't want to make that change. And if you don't want to make that change, nobody can force you. Nobody will impose it on you. You have to decide. And this is the advice that I gave her, that just make up your mind, And just do it. Just do it. Do it for a day. Do it for a week. And you'll see, it's not impossible. Because there are many things in life for which you have to take a very difficult step. But it's only that first step that's very, very difficult. And if you take that first step, then the rest becomes easy. The rest becomes easy. But to take that first step, you have to come out of your comfort zone. Isn't it? You have to step forward, because if you don't step forward, how are you going to move forward? You can't. And that step that you have to take, your ego is preventing you. So you have to break it. Those who break it, they succeed, and those who don't, they fail. What the And he took Musa, the people of Musa, mimbardehi after him. When Musa went to the mount to receive the book, what happened? The people, Bani Israel, they took after him, min Hulihim from their jewelry, from their ornaments. Huli, Halamya, Jewelry ornaments, what is taken as jewelry, decoration of gold and silver. So all of their jewelry that they had, they had brought with themselves from Egypt. Because imagine if you're told, you have five minutes to leave. Leave right away, otherwise you're dead. What will you grab? Something that is most precious. Right? I know that I will grab my computer. Trust me. I mean after my kids I'll grab my computer. Right? And now Alhamdulillah, I have everything online so I don't have that fear that if I lose my computer, what will happen? Hmm? But anyway, so the Bani Israel when they left, they must have taken along with them the most precious things, the most valuable things, and of them was a lot of jewelry. So they made from that ridlan a calf. That was jasadun, a body. Meaning it wasn't just a picture. It was a statue. Lahu khuwar. It had a khuwar, mooing sound. Now, there was a man in the Bani Israel, his name was Samiri. Samiri. And he was a craftsman. And very sharp person, very clever person. Imagine he convinced the Bani Israel, the men and the women amongst them, to bring all their gold and silver. And with that, he made an idol. Imagine, If somebody asks you, give me your gold bangles. Give me your gold necklace and your earrings and your rings. Would you give them? What if you're sitting at a fundraiser and the person is telling you about the rewards of spending in the way of Allah. And you're like, yeah, maybe I should give something. I'll give cash. I'll give cash. Whatever I can afford. My gold, oh, no way. My mom gave that to me. I got this on my wedding day. I've had it for 10 years. Impossible. I'm never gonna part with it. But imagine what a clever man he was. He convinced them to give up their gold and silver, which people don't give up easily. And he made with that a golden calf, a statue. And he made it in such a way that it had passages in it so that when the wind blew, it made a sound, moving sound. Hmm? Now remember, Bani Israel, when they saw those people worshipping idols, they said, we want to do it too. And as soon as they got the chance, they did it. This is why a person should also try to fix their thinking, their desires. Because whatever you desire, eventually you end up doing it. Whatever you admire, whatever you appreciate, eventually you do it. So for example, if you hear someone using certain words all the time, and then you start picturing yourself, yeah, I'm gonna say that too. And then what happens eventually? You say it. You see someone dressing up in a particular way and you say, I want to wear that too. So what happens? You find it and you put it on and you wear it too. Even though it would have been impossible for you, but still, you loved it, you did it. This is why it's so important that if we have wrong desires, the desire to do something wrong, we should try to eliminate it. We should try to suppress it. We should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove it from our hearts. Because we should hate the wrong. If you love the wrong, you'll do it. So they did it too. And it made a mooing sound. And when it made that sound, the calf, they were very impressed by it. They're like, wow. And they fell in prostration. They began worshipping it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, "Alam yaro? Did they not see? Annahu That indeed it la yukalimuhum. It did not speak to them. Yes, it made a sound, but it wasn't speech, it wasn't words. Even children can make such sounds from empty toilet paper rolls right? If you take any tube, what do you do? You put your mouth against it, you go boom, it will make that sound. What's so impressive if a cow, if a statue of a cow makes that mooing sound? It's not speech. Did they not see la and it did not guide them Sabila to any way? It wasn't guiding them. It wasn't telling them, Oh people, you should do this so that you can become righteous. Oh people, you should leave this so that you can become righteous. Nothing like that. It just made a mooing sound. That's it. But they were so impressed by it. Allah says, They took it. وكانوا And they were wrongdoers. What does this show? The small-mindedness of Bani Israel. They got impressed by something like this calf. And this is what happens to people who lack knowledge, who lack the fear of Allah. They get affected by every little thing. A person says something, and they're like, yeah, you're right. And they hear one speech, and they just start following immediately without realizing what is this person calling to. Hmm? Because many times it happens that you will come across certain individuals who are giving... Talks, for instance, and we don't think about what kind of beliefs do they have. Are they promoting the correct beliefs or are they promoting incorrect beliefs? But we hear one speech and we are like, so impressed. We're like, wow, 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 wow. And we don't realize that gradually it's our aqidah that is going to be corrupted. So anything that you take as part of religion, use your mind. Use the light of the Qur'an that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. Does this conform with the Qur'an or does it contradict it? Does this conform with the teachings of the book of Allah or does it go against it? Every glittery thing is not gold. Right? Every impressive thing is not true, not original. I mean, somebody could sell you something fake, right? If you don't know about it. Like once I went to this store and they were selling these mobile phone covers. Okay? And there was one that was some brand name and it was quite expensive for a phone case. And I thought it was quite expensive, but I thought, okay, maybe because it's an original, that's why. And it was a gift for somebody. So I thought, okay, it's a gift. So never mind. So I got it. And I showed it to them. I gave it to them. And they're like, is it real? Is it original? I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's quite expensive. They're like, how much did you pay for it? I didn't want to tell them, but I had to tell them. They're like, it is fake. It is not original. And when we googled it, and we saw the images of the original cover, they were very different. So this person cheated me. I just thought, okay... It's this cover with the sign on it and this name on it It must be original, but it wasn't. Who knows? Who can differentiate? The one who has knowledge. Right? So it's very important that we equip ourselves with the knowledge of Qur'an and Sunnah so that we can tell between what is right and what is wrong. What we should do and what we should not do. Otherwise, there's so many people calling to so many things in the world today. So many things. How will we know this is right, this is wrong, if we don't have knowledge? Look at what happened to the Bani Israel, children of the prophets. They were being led by Harun alayhis salam, Musa alayhis and yet they made an idol. And they started worshipping it just because it made a mooing sound. walamma And when, سُقِطَ فِي أَيْدِيهِمْ سُقِطَ It was made to fall. فِي أَيْدِيهِمْ In their hands. This is an expression which basically means that they were full of regret. They became regretful. Why? Because of the wrong that they had done. And they saw annahum That indeed they They had gone astray. Because eventually your mind tells you, your heart tells you, that, come on, what can this idol do? What can this calf do? It's making the sound because of the wind, not because it's divine. Hmm? So when they realized that they had Gone astray, قالوا, they said. La in surely if he does not show mercy to us, ربنا our Lord, yaghfir لنا and forgive us, لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ we would surely be of the losers. Now when Musa ﷺ returned, they realized that they had done something wrong, because Musa ﷺ we learned in Surah Baqarah, وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ يَا قَوْمِ إِنَّكُمْ ظَلَمْتُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ بِتِخَادِكُمُ الْعِجْلَ so when Musa returned, he told them, what you've done is wrong. So when they realized they had done something wrong, they begged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. But everybody did not do that. Because every group of people who do something wrong, there are some people who realize, who regret, who apologize, and there are others who try to justify what they have done. So likewise in the Bani Israel, same thing happened. Walamma Raju Amusa and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala describes how Musa alayhi Salam returned and what happened when he returned ila Qaumihi to his people. Ghadban, extremely angry, asifa, grieved, upset. Ghadban, rain, badba, and ghadban, Rahman. What does it show? Extremely furious. He was infuriated. He was very, very angry. And asif. Asif, Hamza, Sin, Fa, is basically to be very upset and sad. You know, sometimes people do something because of which you are very angry and you're also very hurt. You're disappointed basically. So Musa a.s. was very angry and he was bitterly grieved. Very sad. What have they done? Allah saved us. I told them this is not what to do. But yet they made an idol. I left Harun as a leader, but yet they're worshipping idols. He was very upset. Kala he said, Bi how bad it is that خَلَفْتُمُونِ you replaced me, Mimbardi after me. That I left and what an evil thing you've done. Did I leave you with these instructions? Is this what I taught to you? That you should start making idols and worshipping them? What happened? Why did you do this? أعجلتم, were you too impatient? Amra Rabbikum for the command of your Lord? Amra from Ain Jim Lam. To be hasty. To be quick. And basically, when a person is being hasty, it shows that he's impatient. Right? So, were you too impatient to wait for me? That you couldn't wait for the Torah? Amra Rabbikum, meaning the Torah, the message of your Lord that I had gone to get. You were too impatient, you couldn't wait for it, so you made up your own religion. You started making up your own ways of worship. So he was very upset with them. alqa, And in that anger, he threw alwaha, The tablets. In that anger, he was so upset, he threw them. It's like, you know when you're furious, you don't realize, you just put down what you have, and you jump. Right? So just like that, أَلْقَى وَأَخَذَ بِرَأْسِ أَخِيهِ And he held the head of his brother. He grabbed the head of Harun Ya يَجُرُّهُ إِلَيْهِ Dragging it to himself. Just imagine, he was so upset at Harun a.s. I left you as a leader. What's happening? What did the people do? He threw the alwah and he grabbed his head. Another place in the Qur'an, we learn he was holding his beard and his heir grabbed him so upset, furious that what happened? And as he was grabbing it, he must have been yelling at him that what happened? Why did this happen? So Harun very calmly, قال, he said, Ibn Ummah, son of my mother. Why did he say that? Oh, son of my mother, come on, what are you doing? I'm your brother, your mother gave birth to me too the calm indeed the people isdarrafi they made me very weak they made me very weak Wakadu and they almost yani they kill me meaning I stopped them and if I stopped them more they would have killed me because this is what happens when people are doing something wrong and they're charged with emotions then they don't realize what they're saying to someone what they're doing to another. And this is what we see in the Muslims these days. That they're so emotionally charged that they're killing one another, right, left, and center. Is it? Every single person. Doesn't matter if he's a father. Doesn't matter if he's a student. Doesn't matter if he's done nothing. Any person they find, kill, kill, kill. This is what's happening. So the Bani Israel also, they were so emotionally charged at that time that Harun salam. He said that they would have killed me. This is the reason why I remained silent at that time and I waited for you. So please my brother, فَلَا تشمت. So do not make to laugh. Be with me, الْأَعْدَاءِ The enemies. tushmit is from the root letter شِيم ta, And it's basically when an enemy laughs at the loss of his enemy. Yeah, so he says that don't do this to me, otherwise the Bani Israel are gonna laugh at me. That look, we managed to oppress him, and now he's in trouble. Right? It's like, you do something wrong, somebody's trying to stop you, and then when your mom comes home, your older brother, who was telling you not to do it in the first place, he gets in trouble. What happens? You're giggling at your brother, you're laughing at him. Poor guy. So the Harun also, he said, Fala Tushmit Bi al الْأَعْدَىٰ Don't make them laugh on me. تجعلني, and don't make me among the wrongdoing people. Don't think that I was with them. I warned them. I told them. But I didn't have much power. So I had to wait until you returned. And this shows us very important that sometimes you don't have the power to make a change. So what is necessary that time? Silence. Because if you try to do something, then you'll suffer. Or greater problems will be created. So in order to avoid greater problems, sometimes we have to remain Silent. Musa said, Rabbi ghfirli, O my Lord, forgive me. Wali akhi, and for my brother. He was given an explanation and immediately he calmed down. His anger went away and he begged Allah for forgiveness. O my Lord, forgive me. Why? Because I was so furious with my brother. Wali akhi, and for my brother also, forgive him. Because he wasn't able to manage the Bani Israel. Wa and admit us both رحمتك, in your mercy. Wa anta rahimin and you are the most merciful of those who show mercy. Allah says, Inna indeed those people who ittahadul Ijla, they took the calf meaning as a god. Sayyanaluhum soon it will reach them. Ghadab anger from their Lord wadilla and humiliation. What is ghadab? Anger that translates into revenge. So the Bani is Israel for their sin, the sin of worshiping the calf, what happened? Those who worship the calf, we learned in Surah Baqarah that they had to be. They had to be killed. Punishment. And in that punishment was humiliation too. في الحياة dunya. In the life of this world. المفترين, and this is how we punish those who fabricate. People who invent things in the religion. Or people who make up lies, false things, what happens? They suffer from humiliation in this life also. Innovation is something that is so bad. Lies are something so bad. No liar can ever succeed. And when their lie is exposed, then what happens? They're humiliated. A person can live a life of, you know, falsehood, of pretension, lies for 5 years, for 10 years, 50 years. But eventually what happens, the reality is exposed. They're humiliated in this life. Recently somebody was telling me about how somebody brought a proposal to a particular family and they lied a lot about their family. They lied so much. And then somewhere or the other, the family found out. One lie after the other was exposed. And now they're so embarrassed. Hmm? So a person who invents things, whether it is in the religion of Allah, or any kind of lies, what's the end result? Disgrace. And those people who do wrong things, thumma tabu minbardiha. But then they repent after that. They realize we did something wrong. They ask Allah for forgiveness. Wa amanu. And they believe that Inna rahim. Then indeed your Lord after that is surely forgiving and merciful. Because even if a great sin has been committed, a big mistake has been made. A person was practicing innovations in their religion. But if he asks Allah for forgiveness, Allah will forgive him. Provided that he repents at the right time. وَلَمَّا sakata, And when it became silent. sakata is to become silent, to stop talking. So وَلَمَّا sakata, When it became silent, for مُوسَى from Musa al الغَضَب, the anger. Because when a person is angry... Then what happens? He yells, he shouts, he screams. Right? That anger, it moves him. So when that anger became quiet, meaning he calmed down, the anger subsided, أَخَذَ الألواحة. He picked up the tablets. وَفِي نُسْخَتِهَا And in their inscription, نُسْخَة is something that is written. So what was written in the tablets was what? Hudan, guidance. and mercy. للذين, for those people who? whom yarhaboon Who of their Lord, they are afraid. The book contained guidance and mercy. But who is it that can benefit from the book? Those who fear Allah. Who fear Allah where? Where? All the time. اتَّقِدْ Wherever you are. Fearing Allah when a person is alone and also amongst others. Because you see, Bani Israel, they were afraid of Musa salam. So as long as Musa a.s. was there, they didn't do anything bad. And Musa a.s. was gone, immediately they made the calf. Like many people, they remain good and proper as long as certain individuals are around them. And when they're alone, they become completely different. And the one who remains the same Why will he remain the same? Because of Allah's fear. And with this hadith in which we learn that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is amazed and He's pleased at the shepherd who is tending His sheep in the desert. And when the time for prayer comes, He goes on the top of a mountain and He pronounces the adhan and He performs the prayer. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so happy with Him. He tells His angels that, Look at the servant of mine. He's giving the adhan. He's praying the salah. Because he's afraid of me. He's afraid of me. And because of that, I forgive him. Because of that, I forgive him. So those who fear Allah at home, at the masjid, who fear Allah at school, and also when they're with their friends, everywhere, all the time, they're the ones who truly benefited from the book of Allah. And those who don't fear Allah, but they fear people, then they cannot benefit from the book of Allah. Let's listen to the recitation.
1: سَأَصْرِفُ عَن آيَاتِيَ الَّذِينَ يَتَكَبَّرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ وَإِن يَرَوْا كُلَّ آيَةٍ لَّا يُؤْمِنُوا بِهَا وَإِن يَرَوْا سَبِيلَ الرُّشْدِ لَا يَتَّخِذُوهُ سَبِيلًا وَإِن يَرَوْا سَبِيلَ الْغَيِّ يَتَّخِذُوهُ سَبِيلًا ذٰلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا وَكَانُوا عَنْهَا غَافِلِينَ وَالَّذِينَ كَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا وَلِقَاءِ الْآخِرَةِ حَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ هل يجزون الا ما كانوا يعملون واتخذ قوم موسى من بعده من حُليهم عجلاً جسد الله له خواء الم يروا انه لا يكلمهم ولا يهديهم سبيلا اتَّخَذُوهُ وَكَانُوا ظَالِمِينَ وَلَمَّا سُقِطَ فِي أَيْدِيهِمْ وَرَأَوْا أَنَّهُمْ قَدْ ضَلُّوا قَالُوا قَالُوا لَئِن لَّمْ يَرْحَمْنَا رَبُّنَا وَيَغْفِرْ لَنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ وَلَمَّا رَجَعَ مُوسَىٰ إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ غَضْبَانَ أَسَفًا قَالَ بِئْسَ مَا خَلَفْتُمُونِي مِنْ بَعْدِي أَعَجَلْتُمْ أَمْرَ رَبِّكُمْ وَأَلْقَى الْأَلْوَاحَ وَأَخَذَ بِرَأْسِ أَخِيهِ يَجُرُّهُ إِلَيْهِ قال بنا امنا ان القوم استضعفوني وكادوا يقتلونني فلا تشمت بي فلا تشمت بي الاعداء ولا تجعلني مع القوم الظالمين قَالَ رَبِّ اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِأَخِي وَأَدْخِلْنَا فِي رَحْمَتِكَ وَأَنْتَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ اتَّخَذُوا الْعِجْلَ سَيَنَالُهُمْ غَضَبٌ مِن رَّبِّهِمْ وَذِلَّةٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَكَذَلِكَ نجزي الْمُفْتَرِينَ وَالَّذِينَ عَمِلُوا السَّيِّئَاتِ ثُمَّ تَابُوا مِنْ بَعْدِهَا وَآمَنُوا إِنَّ رَبَّكَ مِنْ بَعْدِهَا لَغَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ ولم ماسكت عموس الغضب أخذ الألواح وفي نسختها هدوء ورحمة للذين هم لربهم يرهبون
0: سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد والله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته